<laughs> Hi, good evening. My name is Jay Rothman. Welcome to tonight's show. On last week's episode... I was afraid of who I'd find and that I wouldn't like him. Mm. And what have you found, Josh Richard? <laughs> I'm still meeting him. <laughs> but he's an awesome guy. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. I second that. Anyone want to give us a third? <laughs> I'll third that. All the way here, the land down under, brother. <laughs> wow, this, this show got peace tonight. Told you, man. And that's just it, you. Jeff. Jeff said it earlier, the process doesn't stop. This is the more it's funny. You get to the point where you, you're like, the more I learn, the more I realize I don't know. Well, you know what? I don't know. I I don't know. So we're just gonna wrap in one more from last week's episode. If you missed it, check this one out. And there might be five, six, three, I don't know how many, but that was the big message last Friday night that his father gave. And that's what's really important for me now to do is to let down that armor around my heart and let in. Like when Alex on Monday was saying, I love you. I heard it for the first time. Um, that's part of the old, my old behaviors. Now, wait a second. I'm loved. We're all loved. Let's open our hearts to, to let it in and, and feel it and see it and accept it as, as frightening as it, as it may be of what wounding it's going to bring up. Is it about love? Is it about trust? Is it about communication? Is it about respect? Maybe all those things. So if you think even just three of those four, if they're not met and you're staying in a relationship that you're being disrespected, that you don't feel any trust, that you can't even communicate your own emotions and feelings, then like I teach in my Rainbow Serpent workshop, my brothers and sisters, from those very early ages when we start to learn about ourselves in this big, big world about relationships and about who we are. We've got to learn how we feel around other people, not how other people make us feel. Not how other people make us feel. I think we've got one more here, gentlemen. Let's, uh, let's, we can do, let's just do a whole show on this. A clip, a clip show. And what that part that I'm referring to is that lost inner child. It's the inner child that's been lost at sea. For me, it was 54 years of my life. This journey that we talk about of coming home this journey of coming home to inner peace is is a part of it a large part of it is coming back home to the part of ourselves that we abandoned when we became that young adult because what we didn't know is 
you've heard me say this before, gentlemen. I thought, I didn't think, I just, I had no consciousness around what happened to that little boy that became a young man. <laughs> Did it start to show out hot tonight? Viewers, welcome <laughs> to Real Man, Real Talk, live! Welcome back to Real Men Real Talk Live this evening. Again, my name is Jay Rothman. I am the host of the show. I am I'm so excited to introduce my co-host. We have Evis Love, the man of the land from down under. He calls Australia home. Welcome back, Evis Love. Oh, brothers, warmed up already. This is going to be a big show, man. <laughs> Got to put the overhead fan on, no doubt. We have Jay Ritty, a.k.a. Josh Richard, calls Los Angeles home. Welcome back to the studio, Jay Ritty. Damn, we go deep every week. Holy crap. <laughs> Watching those four in a row is like, whew, we're out here bearing our soul, everybody. <laughs> so and welcome to Real Men. No, no doubt, no doubt. But that's, that's what makes us uh, – that's, that's why we keep coming back because, you see uh, – we get something out of it too, you know, as uh, real men showing up yeah. here each week, each Thursday night. We're playing a little tic tac toe tonight or a little grid here. We got Jeff Fasano coming in on my angle, also in <laughs> Men in Black tonight. We got the Men in Green, Men in Black. Yeah, uh, Jeff Fasano, welcome back from Nashville, Tennessee. Thank you, Mr. Rothman. Let's let's get the show on the road. We though we have gotten the show on the road already. Well, yeah, we just you <laughs> that know, was we're new. mixing it up a little bit tonight. Decided to do something a little different just to keep uh, to keep our viewers on their toes. And uh, But in any event, tonight's episode is 143. Tonight's episode topic is the protecting of me. So here's just a couple mm. of just snippets around that. Are you standing in your power today? Is saying no thank you a sign of weakness or strength? Does weed in the garden bring us less or more abundance in our harvest season this thing called life. Where and when can you state your needs to be heard in a relationship? And have you compromised your own integrity to be Mr. or Mrs. Nice Guy or Gal? Evis Love, since you're in the upper shelf, one more time, I'm going to invite <laughs> you to kick us off. You know, get us a little hotter than the way we opened the show tonight and light us up this evening all about uh, the protecting of me. What does that mean for you today? Man, it's, uh, it's another Deep, deep topic, and I'm just looking at those reels as well, brothers. I mean, do you know how powerizing it is for me to be able to clip these reels together and actually <laughs> feel what is coming from you, brothers, when you just speak in these words of mm. wisdom? Mm. Man, I'm back here editing in the land down under with a drip in my eye. <laughs> Absolutely beautiful. And for me, you know, that, that it really is, you know, something that we could really deep dive about tonight and me when i just picked up on the topic unfortunately i wasn't able to make the uh green uh the production meeting through the week but just listening to a couple of those things that jay's already mentioned for me it really comes back and uh, i'm hearing straight away that we're talking about our personal power 
You know, many of these mm-hmm. last few shows where you're picking up those dimes out of what we're talking about through those short uh, forms of content really do talk about this strength within. For me, when I talk about personal power, not only within my own life, but for clients that I serve on their journey, number one for me is really learning where these leaks are coming from that are making you feel weak from your personal power. You know, mm. Becoming more self-aware of what personal power means to you. What are those things that we need to protect from it? Let's just try and get a bit of a vision of what we first want down here, my brothers and sisters. I'm talking about your life. Surely we're looking for a little bit of health, well-being, maybe a little bit of happiness. When we Mm. can at least just have those three things at the key vision of our mind, for me, that number one thing is, is really starting to identify, like I said, where some of those leaks are coming from. And these leaks in our personal power that we need to protect from really draining our energy, it could be coming from work. It could be coming from family. It could be coming in our current relationships with those ones uh, around us. It could even be with your beloved at home right now, my brothers and sisters. But without living in fear, of hearing some of these things that I'm talking about already, let's just be aware what we're protecting of. Well, for me, what I teach, I'm protecting my wants, needs, and desires. Mm. So when I'm able to protect or even identify what is not healthy, what is not good for my well-being, and what is not really connecting with my happiness Mm. in my life, Mm. then now I can start understanding what I need to put up around me to protect me, a.k.a. boundaries. Mm -hmm. When we're able to put up some of these boundaries within our life, my brothers and sisters, then we can move on forward and really start to allow people to not only see how we treat ourselves, but most importantly, how we respect ourselves. Mm -hmm. For me, I mean, like I said, I'm just really curious to hear what the brothers are talking about when they're saying protecting me tonight mm. a couple of those things for me probably hit it on the head i mean what, what am i talking about here brothers am i close or <laughs> <laughs> spot on Ev. spot on brother thank you <laughs> well actually actually the, the we got the title because it's 143 the protecting of me nice and we we rhymed it uh the other night. Um, but yeah, Ev, Ev on what's really cool about that, that was Ev, Ev's input in our production meeting that he wasn't in. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, this is coming in. That's, that's coming in cold, Unreal Man. That's freestyle. That's freestyle. That's, that's lit, Evis. Well, what's, what's, what's really cool is, is, and I'll let the cat out of the bag, the way we do the production meeting and the way we come up with all of this is is really a wonderful process of how the four of us are in sync with each other, respect each other, listen to each other. Uh, if somebody needs to speak and talk, we listen and we acknowledge that everybody's heard and then we'll offer feedback if in fact that's done. That's what this show is about. That's that's this show is about what that isn't, if that makes sense. Um, 
based upon a couple of things that happened in my life this uh, this past week uh, in a relationship where I completely stated my needs and that set my boundaries that I can laugh about it now. And they were never even heard or respected. Hmm. And that's kind of how we began to uh, find this topic. Um, yeah, I set boundaries with the person. I even was stating my needs and, and that person didn't even hear my needs. Um, and then when I set boundaries, didn't even understand those boundaries, overstepped those boundaries. And I walked away incredibly angry, feeling incredibly angry. And, and, and what happened in that conversation is that I realized, A, my needs were never heard nor cared about. And the boundaries I set were crossed. And crossed, I mean really crossed, crossed major league that I had to make amends with where those boundaries were crossed. Um, and the feelings of anger and the feelings that came up were so, so intense about this. And I brought that to the production meeting and that's how we, um, we came up with this topic. And um, I could go into that a little later, but it was allowing myself to feel that angry. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Man, I was, I was plugged in then, brothers. Right. <laughs> yeah, you were. <laughs> and Jeff, I'm curious at what point in your interactions, I know you've had a lot of interactions with this person recently, mm -hmm. um, but at what point did you say, all right, this is happening again. Enough is enough. When was your no moment? Uh, about an hour and 45 minutes into the conversation. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I, it, it was really interesting. It was the same old thing. I felt like it was a hamster wheel and I felt my energy being sucked out of me mm. because my boundaries were crossed. And no matter how many times in the conversation that I was stating my needs, nothing was heard. And it was all just take, take, take. It's about me. It's about me. It's about me. And I just became depleted and tired where at about, I just finally said, you know what? I can't do this anymore. I'm not being heard. I'm not being honored. I'm not being valued. And my boundaries are being crossed. No, not even hearing the boundaries, much less acknowledging the boundaries. And maybe this person didn't even know what boundaries are. And then also when I stated my needs and gave reasons why I can and cannot do things, it never was about, all of that, it was about that person. Hmm. And after a while, I just had no, literally, I had no energy left to be in that interaction. And then, then I said, I'm done. I got to go. And I don't, I don't want to go back. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. And that's, that's, so We've, we've got to set up our boundaries, even if they're energetic boundaries, to, um, to protect ourselves. So our energy isn't drained and, and life sucked out of us. And that's exactly how I felt. What, what is uh, being Mr. Nice Guy? How does that play in? How did that play into, the, into, this, into your experience, Jeff, if I may ask? So, so when I was 
stating my needs and setting my back. Well, I had set boundaries long before that. Um, When that person would volley back to me with whatever that was being volleyed back to me, well, you know, uh, you know, and then started talking about things. What, what the Mr. Nice guy thing is, I would hear what that person was saying and I'd want to take care of their needs. Distri- I was, and I was, I knew it. I, uh, wow. I just stated my needs. This person's not even paying attention to my needs, but when they started to talk in the flow of the way it always went, was it a very, very wounded situation way? I went, Oh wow. How can I compromise my needs? Oh wow. And it, that's where it went. It just, it was, mm. I was forgetting mm. that my needs aren't even being acknowledged much less met or in the, in this situation. And then I felt myself drifting towards that person, sucking it, making it all about them. And I felt myself drifting towards, Oh wow. And then I started feeling guilty about actually saying no to a couple of things. And after a while it, I started going, started getting dizzy. Hmm. I, 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 what the heck is going on here? And then I, I couldn't do it anymore. So I ended the conversation, became incredibly angry. And then, you know, been processing and processing it and realized that my, my Mr. Nice Guy kicked in again. And okay, that's what I have to work on. And I'm curious, one more question, Jeff, um, because I, I know that anger too. And I'm curious, I'm curious if you were angry at her, well, uh, sorry, this person, um, or angry at yourself in that moment for compromising I was, I was angry. I was angry because my needs weren't, my, my need, when I stated my needs, they weren't even acknowledged. It was like, it was like I was talking to a brick wall. It, it wasn't, it wasn't, they weren't even mm-hmm. heard. And then when I previ- previously had set boundaries with this person, they were totally crossed. That's yeah. what I was angry about. If we can open up and see how another person is operating through their wounding, I wasn't angry at that. Per- I was angry that I wasn't heard. I wasn't acknowledged. My boundaries were totally crossed, mm-hmm. you know, and violated. They were, the boundaries were violated. Hmm. And that's what, that's what I, I really, really uh, got angry about. And I just was incredibly angry. But on top of that, what I'm learning, one of the biggest things that I'm learning from this and, and in my process a nice guy does not allow themselves to, to feel angry mm-hmm. or feel their feelings about it. And, and I allowed myself to, to, I am angry. I haven't expressed that to the person. And I don't know if I actually will, but I was angry. I was very feeling very, very angry. Um, and I allowed myself to be there. Beautiful. Beautiful. I want to jump in here for a moment here. Uh, you know, tonight's topic, it's called the protecting of me. And what's, what struck me would also, uh, I got tagged in this week's production meeting as well, because I've been navigating through 
um, relationship challenge as well. Not in my home, but outside of my home. And what just struck me in this moment is, is that what ended up happening for me was that it wasn't until we actually had, a, let's say, a sit down and uh, we navigated through some very uncomfortable moments together. This was after I set a boundary for myself for a couple of months. And people that are in the receiving end of a boundary don't know, aren't usually uh, um, understanding of it. And uh, it, it causes discomfort for them. But what ended up happening was at the back end of having this, this get together, there was a, a delay of about two days. And within two days, I got the essence of why I set the boundary in the first place. Hmm. And it, it was such a subconscious, deep knowing that I needed to do that to go through this process for myself. And when I, when, when I got the, what I'll say is the download, the understanding as to why I stepped in to protect the part of me that felt needed to be protected, it wasn't the 61-year-old man. It was the little boy one more time. And it wasn't until, like I said, a couple of days later that I had that moment of clarity. And what I understood was that it wasn't me as the adult that got upset or got triggered by uh, communication. It was my inner child. It was my younger self. It was that boy from age, let's say from grade second to about sixth grade when you would uh, be in pen, uh, physical ed or PE, as they call it back in New York, probably call it the same thing out West. I'm not sure. But I realized that I was always or maybe last or second last to be picked on a team for the kickball or the sport during PE because I wasn't good in sports. And, um, and that really created this deep wound within myself as a child and what happened for me was I realized that the part of me that got triggered or very, very hurt and wounded by exchange and conversation was, again, that, that seven, eight, nine, 10-year-old boy that felt like he was being excluded from an experience or from a, from a relationship of sorts without going into the details. And I got the gift. I got the gift because... It was, a, it was a very slow process, a slow drip to get the gift. But I had to go through that process in order to get it. Because if I had just, I think if I had jumped in right away and had that initial conversation, I don't know that I would have had the full experience by setting that boundary for myself to have all that time to kind of let it all kind of drop down out of my headspace and into my heart or soul so that I can end up getting that aha moment. And it was so powerful for me. Now, for me personally, it, it's, it's, it's simple, not easy, because it takes a lot out. It, it's a draining experience. It takes a lot out of, of you as an individual or any of us to work through that process. And it's not something that I want to be doing on a daily or weekly basis in, in any relationship. Mm -hmm. 
But when those opportunities come up and if the relationship is worth um, investing in, mm-hmm. then, you, then you work through it. But if it's not, then you could say, thanks, but no thanks. I'm not interested to play this, this game of cat and mouse. Mm-hmm. And, you know, being challenged and working through these so-called triggers. Mm-hmm. So what, did he, what do you make of that, Evis? I mean, what you're talking about there, brother, it takes a high level of self-awareness. Mm-hmm. So for you to be really aware of those particular emotions, feelings that are coming up to the deck, you've got to really be tuned and plugged into yourself, brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. And for me, mm-hmm. that is number one first step mm-hmm. of being able to get to that sort of awareness. We know that improved self-awareness is going to help, like I said, with those three things at the start, with your overall health, mental, emotional, spiritual. But becoming aware of other people's energy around you, mm-hmm. of oh, like I mentioned in that previous uh, show or The Real, how you're feeling around them is really the key. Because as soon as you're giving this personal power away, whether you've got some sort of anger to that person, place or thing, whether it is just something from that they've said or something within their presence, Mm -hmm. brothers and sisters, you're attached to them, you're plugged into them, so you are now on their power also. Mm. That, God, sorry. No, you're all right, brother. If you've uh, I mean, I've just, I've just nailed it. And, and um, giving our personal power away for whatever that reason is, giving it away mm-hmm. to be loved, giving it away to take care of their needs, that's what a nice guy and a nice it's, – it's, I know you use the word nice guy, but, you know, women have the whole I'm the nice person, I'm the – caretaker i'm the giver and what we are doing is giving away our power we're giving away our personal Mm -hmm. power with attachments that if we do that will be loved it's just old conditioning and that's where it Mm -hmm. comes from Mm -hmm. and and what happens and what jay just said what happens what happened for me it after it just drains us and then we realize oh wow wow I grew up, you know, I grew up that way. So I just, it's, it's, you know, it, we can, we have to, we have to learn how to, to contain our energy and hold our personal power and also be conscious and aware when we go into the old uh, behaviors of taking care of another's needs, disregarding our own needs. Uh, when we set boundaries and, and those boundaries are violated and crossed, They'll go, oh, well, oh, well, no, no. The old wells have, have got to stop. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, if, and we've said it in the past. If, it's, if you don't make good on your, your, your threats, you know, what, what is going to happen if these boundaries are crossed? If you don't make good on that deal, it's just a threat. Right. It is a baseless threat. And so, yeah, we got to stand behind that. And I know it's hard. And if you're not used to it, it's really uncomfortable at first. I get that. I've been learning that here in the last, you know, couple of recent years. And it was really tough at first. And I, I did. I was sick to my stomach. Um, 
But man, I never regretted any of those boundaries that I've set in the last two years. My life has gotten cleaner, more joyful, more fun, lighter, Mm -hmm. and way more peaceful. Way more peaceful. Um, And I'm curious too, Jay, so for those who may be newer on um, in this territory, because you know what's really easy to do and what's really tempting to do is just blame the other person and walk away. And Jay, you're so beautiful. All of us. I know that all four of us are in the habit of finding the gift Mm -hmm. in the experience. And so when you're highly triggered, little JJ inside of you is in an activated moment. I mean, you were picked last again in that kickball game and JJ was feeling all of those feelings. How did you flip it into looking for the nugget, the gift, the, well, yeah, I, I wish, I wish I could say it was done in a, in a, in a gracious way for myself, but it wasn't, but, but here's the second gift I got from this experience. And this isn't, this isn't a gift for me. This is a gift for all of us, all of our viewers, all of our listeners. Mm-hmm. The gift is, and this just didn't hit me until right here, right now, as we are engaged in this, conversation this talk show around protecting of me mm-hmm. as soon as you or i feel triggered in some capacity we feel hurt we feel sad anger is always the quickest emotion to, mm-hmm. to bubble up to the surface but as soon as we're willing to at least within our own self peel away the anger which i did very quickly i did that within minutes when it when it's when I, what, what mm. felt like an assault took place pretty quick, I asked mm. myself, what's below the anger? And I knew it, I was sad. It was sadness. It was mm. sadness that uh, I was excluded. But what I didn't do, I didn't take that next step. And the next step is the second gift. The second gift is to ask myself, how old am I feeling? It's it's one of my own principles, but I missed it because if I had been able to be honest and vulnerable with myself and tap into it and say, why am I triggered by this? Like, what's going on? What is this? Mm-hmm. Where is this taking me back to? Is it an adult trigger? Or is it a is it a younger you know younger adult trigger or is it a childhood trigger? And and so the the second gift is is to as soon as you get triggered or pissed off or angry, really tap into, you know, which, which part of myself do I need to protect? Who is it that just got hurt or upset within? And once we understand who that part of ourself is, is then we could, you know, we could parent that part of ourself that just got sad or hurt. Mm-hmm. 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 But I will say this, you know, I, don't, I say, but I, I'm not a big mm-hmm. fan of that word tonight. However, <laughs> um, there are times that we have to give ourselves permission to go through the process. Mm-hmm. Sure. And yeah. part of that process, if you have a relationship with divine source, God, the universe, a higher power. Part of the process is trusting 
that when you are ready to receive the answer, to receive the understanding as to your why, mm-hmm. it'll come. Yeah, it would be. It would have been a whole lot nicer if it came sooner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but for whatever reason, you know, we could ask the question: Why? Why didn't it come sooner? It doesn't matter. There's where the trust comes in. Is that I believe that divine source doesn't put in front of us anything we're not ready for. Mm-hmm. And I had to go through that whole process of protecting me, not realizing I was protecting the kid in grade school me. So. You know, I, I live a different life today, and that life is really based around faith and trust and, and knowing that it's, you know, life is it's simple, not easy. You heard me say that almost every, every show. And what, what makes it not easy is that sometimes, well, we want to hurry the process. Mm. We want to know now. Mm-hmm. Why now? Mm-hmm. Sometimes we, we, we may not get the right answer. We may not get the truth. Mm-hmm. We have to be patient. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Any of you guys? Oh, thousand oh, percent. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. You outlined, a, I think, another really important part, which was curiosity mm. in that. Ah. It's, yeah. it's that getting curious and who who is feeling hurt? How old am I? What feelings are the, is this bringing up for me? Um, cur- curiosity is a wonderful thread to pull on. Mm drawing you closer to the answer yeah. as you keep tugging on that, that thread. Yeah. I've found that, uh, you know, that's one of the, the more beautiful experiences when I'm activated and I'm triggered is to just start asking questions in myself. Of course, remove when I have a moment to remove myself and I give myself that time to process, I'm not emotional in the moment. Um, you know, I'm not reacting. I'm, you know, and sometimes we do need to remove ourselves mm-hmm. and that's okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay to do that. It's okay right. to give ourselves the time. Yeah. yeah. You, you know what, you know what, what just popped into my head is if we can look at life as just a series of experiences. Mm-hmm. So right now, the four of us and, and our viewers are having this experience. So we have an experience with someone like I just did, like Jay just did, like we all, we all have, we're in that experience and what happens happens. And then we need to go in and experience ourselves in that experience. Meaning Mm -hmm. afterwards, we're going to have another experience. If we're triggered and activated and stuff starts to come up, we have to allow ourselves to experience that as well. And if we allow ourselves to go through the process, as Jay says, or go into the experience, I'm feeling angry, I'm feeling sad, I'm feeling abandoned, I'm feeling betrayed, and allow ourselves to go into those feelings, then we could probably, we will connect with an inner child somewhere along that way. And if we allow ourselves to do that and have that experience and experience it, then the answers will come. There you go. When we're triggered and activated, we have to have, allow ourselves to go through the experience. Exactly. And yeah. then the answers come. Right. I, I, I want to take a moment here. Um, it's interesting. You know, uh, Josh, you always, almost every show, you, you acknowledge how you and, and Jeff 
are, have this energetic alignment that's uh, you're very, very parallel. Um, and and what, what just came up was I, it's very rare that we acknowledge questions uh, mid-show, but this is one that came up. And, and as I was about to, to post it, uh, my cohort, uh, uh, the man of the land from down under, posted it on and he pulled it off. I'm going to bring it back up. But Sean Cudahy, it's welcome back, Sean. We've missed you. It's good to have you back here, brother. You asked a really, really curious question. He says, I'm curious if anyone believes anger at any times can be useful. I'm not sure if I believe anger is always a secondary emotion. And that's clearly coming off of what I said. Um, I want to invite Ab, you on a top shelf. What do you think about that one? Yeah, brother. And that's why I posted it, because in many people, particularly ourselves men, you know, the masculine energy, even for you ladies, that anger emotion that we know of can be quite a moving emotion. Mm-hmm. So when he's talking about does it need to necessarily always be a secondary emotion, we got to understand in the stand that, yes, anger is protecting, protecting me, protecting what, protecting some sort of stagnant emotion that is below it. But the beautiful thing about anger, like I mentioned, is it it can be expressive, expressing, being able to move energy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So what happens is if we don't express anger Mm. and it becomes more of a secondary, let's go back and even say third emotion, then we start to suppress, which causes depress, depression. So this is really the magic of that question. Well, let yes. me let me ask you this, Anna, then then if if anger if you're just giving permission to anger, how, how do you channel it or manage it so that um, we're not giving people the green light to just dump their anger <laughs> on the receiver? Like, how do you how you know maybe we transition? Let's talk about anger tonight. How do we transition from holding it in to uh, suppressing it? That leads to depression, perhaps depressing it to uh, acknowledging it, but where it's not harmful or hurtful in an, in, an, in a physical and emotional way to somebody else. I can I can answer that. Go ahead. For every every um, every feeling that we have, ha- I've said this on many shows. Every feeling that we have has a charge and energy attached to it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If we come from that place, um, that from that place, so anger probably has an intel, an immense like I'm gonna, I'll go back after I got off that call. I was livid. I wasn't angry. I was livid. Hmm. I was the I was charged. I I was so so angry. So to raise our awareness and consciousness of that to know. A, all right, I'm charged, charged, meaning energy. The energy is flowing. The, the, I, am, I have all of this anger in me. So you know what I need to do? I need to go to release the charge. Hmm. So we find ways to do it. I went out on a hike for an hour. And, I, hmm. and as I was hiking, I was breathing, but I was in massive place with nobody around so i would breathe with sound and i would 
oh, if I had to really, and that would just all, mm. I would laugh. But I gave myself permission. So this is what the nice guy does. The nice guy, the nice person, I was taught I'm not allowed, anger is bad. I'm not allowed mm-hmm. to feel mm-hmm. anger. My mother, mm-hmm. my mother would do that. So I would stuff it. Okay. Yep. That's what a nice guy does. I'm not allowed to feel my feelings. I'm not. So I gave myself and gave that little boy, because I'm telling you, Jay, when we were talking, I had a vision that came up about my mother as you were just, as you were just talking there. And I'll share it maybe a little later, but, um, and that's what we can do. I realized I was so livid and angry that I didn't want to find out why I was angry. I didn't want to go. I just needed to release the charge. Mm. And that's what we have to do. That is, that's, it's so find a way to release the charge. So I'm not projecting it. Like I could have picked the phone back up to that person, got in and go, yeah, and scream bloody murder at them. But what would that have done? That would be me releasing and projecting that energy onto them. We have to find a way to go and release the charge of the feeling and then allow ourselves to have the feelings that are coming up and have that experience. Mm-hmm. And, that, and that's why I, I, I personally, my personal opinion, and that's all that it is, my personal experience and opinion is that below anger, there's, there's always another emotion. Yeah. Anger is yep. just the, the easiest one for many of us to to access the quickest. Mm-hmm. And but one of the practices that I've embraced in my own, say, healing journey is as soon as I'm able to express, not in anger, but to someone that I trust, I'm feeling really angry right now, that as soon as I say that, it kind of activates me then to go to myself, okay, Jay. You're feeling angry, but what's below the anger? And that's mm-hmm. why I call the anger is, is just the easy one for many of us to access. But below the anger for me, there's 99% of the time, I'm not just angry. Below that is sadness, there's fear. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm mm-hmm. not being heard, I'm not being seen, I'm not worthy. Whatever those, Betrayal. I don't matter. What's that? Betrayal. The big, the big one for mm-hmm. me in this situation was betrayal. There you go. Mm-hmm. I got I got mm-hmm. to that about a a day later. <laughs> yeah, you and did better than me then. I, it, it took me months here to work through this one. This was a, this was an interesting one here. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. So, so that's 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 just my perspective. Is that I I don't because even if I was to express my anger in 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 that moment, let's say in my own home. And I'm not necessarily angry at, let's say, my partner, but she's on the receiving end of it. She's receiving that toxic energy. Yeah. That's not fair to her. Nope. So instead of me just like exploding in a home, my my healthier way to embrace it is to express, you know, this is what I'm going through. This I'm feeling angry right now. And then we're we we have, I guess we have done enough work to where. Either she will ask me, you know, well, what, what do you think's happening? What's underneath that anger? Or I can do the same for her. And then I get mm-hmm. to spend more time processing what's really underneath the anger. You know, really get to the mm-hmm. truth. The truth, the truth is there. We just have to have the courage to go deep enough within mm-hmm. it to access what's what really is the essence of what we're feeling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Grab a shovel, shovel and dig a little. <laughs> it's down there. Hey, hey, you know, you, you know, that that's probably the the moral of this show of of what we're doing here. If that if we experience stuff like this, it's important to get a shovel and dig deeper. That's the work. Yeah. That's what we want to do. That's that's what I that's what all of us in, on this show does. Mm-hmm. If something happens, if if something happens, you know, in a, in a relationship, it's happening. It's you. It's ultimately it's happening for us. And if we have the courage and brave enough to take the shovel and dig deeper inside, that's that's where the healing can happen. That's where mm-hmm. the reconciliation can happen. That's where the love, where a, a greater depth of loving, honoring, and valuing ourselves can happen. Beautiful. Let me ask. Let me ask you this. So, when we uh, let's say we're able to uh, smoke the pipe and come to a greater understanding, let's say in some type of conflict with an individual. Um, and, and you come away with a, a greater understanding of, this, of the circumstances, at what point do you, and Jeff, this, is, you know, this could be directed at you or Josh or, or Ev, it's any one of you three jump in. At what point do you uh, go back for round two? Or what point do you say, you know what, I'm, thank you. Depends what relationship, right? If it's family and they're in your life forever, maybe it's worth the three, four, round five, round six. Mm. Um, If it's work and you're stuck with a boss, sure. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta express those needs and those boundaries. And, uh, if it's with, you know, a, a long time friend that you've had for many, many years and you're realizing that, that person has been way more of an energetic drain and trouble than it's worth. Sometimes it's great to cut the cord and let those yeah. go. And uh, so it's a, it's kind of a per person basis. I don't know. What do you mean? Yeah, yeah, 100%. Bro. I, I, I 100% agree, man. It's a very subjective question, my brother. Yeah. The thing is, is that the point at which you really need to, whether you're going to even go back to that person and want to confide in that particular situation or event, is when you come to a knowing within yourself. Mm-hmm. I keep saying this show after show. It has nothing to do with anyone else outside of you, brothers and sisters. Exactly. It's all got to do with your own emotional well-being. Mm-hmm. I'm going to quickly share this story, uh, Rainbow Serpent Dreaming, that I share in my workshop about all this stuff. And I'll quickly just do a quick snippet of it, okay? So we talk about our dreaming stories that really root our law with the lamb, our law, uh, with universe, whatever you want to talk about. And so this story talks about how these particular falls were formed in one of our lands close to where I live here. And we talk about this rainbow serpent, and this was story was passed down to me from an elder. 
how it propelled itself up into the, from the earth up into the sky. We basically, it remains looking over our people, but it only propelled itself after it went through roaring thunder, after it went through a storm. Mm. But we were mm. always taught that after unleashing all of this rain, that it replenished the land, that it replenished the rivers, the creeks that it formed along its journey. And that we were always taught after any destruction that it made on that journey, that there was always peace and calm. Mm. What does that sound to you like, brothers mm. and sisters? Mm. What does it sound to you? Mm. When I picked up the symbols of what this beautiful story was telling me, my brothers and sisters, I knew it was talking about our emotions. Mm-hmm. The waters are our emotions. Mm. We, we come mm. through storms. We see lightning. We have roaring. We have thunder. But always know that the, at the end of the other side of that, there's always a rainbow, and that is where the peace and the calm yeah. is. But for you brothers and sisters out there that may not be... 100% sure and knowing when you can even go back into this particular situation or event with a person or whatever thing it may be outside of yourself, what we were always taught on that story as well is that to always remember that the journey is never travelled alone. Mm. And that if you need to reach out for support, mm. then it's always around. Mm-hmm. And that was the beautiful story mm-hmm. of the Rainbow Serpent Dreaming. Mm. Talking about emotions. That is a beautiful. That's wonderful. That's one. Is that? Do you? Sorry. Hold on a minute. Hold on. Let's. I wanted to ask you a thousand questions there. Yeah, I know. Let's let's just take a moment here, just just to have some quiet silence. Mm. Let's just breathe. Mm. Let's receive it right here. Mm. I got chills. What more? What more can I say? I got chills. Ev, you should have saved that for like at fifty-eight minutes. <laughs> that would have been great to close the show. I, I man, I wouldn't even know what to say after that. That was beautiful. Mm-hmm. That that it's really just um, my story that I've been talking about all night with Jay, and we could tell the stories, but but that what you just shared is life we go through mm-hmm. storms yeah. we and the you know and the emotions we go through that and if we allow ourselves to go through it which was ever saying and allow the experiences on the other side when we're willing and and we're open and we can be present enough we will come to a calm within us but it but as i've said that can build a new foundation of loving, honoring, and valuing me mm-hmm. on the other side of that. The storm where the sediment from the storm settles and we can build a new foundation with ourselves. Beautiful. Beautiful. What do you make of that, Josh, Richard? What's, what's your takeaway from what the man in the land from down under had to say this evening? That was my same thought too, was like, that's life. Yeah. I mean... 
which we so often try and control or stop this process or yeah. numb. I, I was the king of numbing from it. It was the process was so painful that I leaned on tools and things outside myself to take those mm -hmm. emotions away. Yep. And it doesn't stop. You can't mm -hmm. stop the rain. Um, and sometimes you can't protect yourself from it and you're just out in it and it sucks and it's cold mm -hmm. and it's wet and it's dark and it's stormy, but it doesn't last forever. Right. Just like we can't stay perpetually happy, um, emotions come and go. They all do. Yeah. Um, and I think that was my biggest thing was that when I was in the storm, I thought it was going to last forever. And that was where the depression set in. That's where the anxiety yeah. set in. And that's where it's all impermanent. Um, but that's the beautiful ebbs and flows of life too, right? If we were just happy all the time, there would be no context. That would just become boring. Mm. And that would be normal. So the lows remind us of the highs. The highs remind us of the times when we were low. And that full spectrum of color emotionally that we get to feel in this life as human beings is so incredible and so amazing. And I've been at the bottom and I've been at the top mm -hmm. and I am grateful for them both. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Mm. I, I want to, I want to ask this question then. Mm. What if you, what if you've been mm. um, hijacked? What if you've been taken? Meaning, you're in the low. You've got this, 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 um, this hurt that you just seem to not be able to get let go of. It could be for years in a relationship. I was there. The question is: is how do we navigate out of that? How do we release? the bondage that we're living in, holding on to the pain of what felt like a, a turning of the knife or cutting of the flesh so that we can be free of that. Because as long as, long as we are holding on to it, as long as we're holding on to the pain, we are still attached to it. Like this, we're still attached. So how do we find a ways to that, to that rainbow that was so mm -hmm. eloquently described tonight by, mm -hmm. by Ev? Mm -hmm. Ev? How do we let go of it? How do we navigate through it? Any, any, any tips, tricks or tools that you'd like to share in this moment? Like the serpent teaches, teaches brother, turn the venom into medicine, brothers and sisters. Mm. 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 Let go of those old waters of disappointment. Let go of your mm. burdens, which we talked about last week. Expectations. Traumas, hardships, obstacles, expectations. And just ask yourself, man, like ask yourself the deep questions. Do I deserve putting up with this conditioning or accepting of other people's behavior? 
to validate my own existence. Mm. Say that again. I, yeah, I, really. I, 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 I missed that. I missed. Yeah. Like, yeah. Expatulate on that one, Ev. Yeah. Ev. Go, go a little deep. Go dive a little deeper into that. This is the, these are these self-awareness questions, brothers and sisters. And when I talk about the serpent, the serpent is beautiful, although it was demonized in many, let's say, religions, because it teaches us to, to shed the old skins. It teaches us to turn the venom into medicine. But ask yourself the questions. Do I deserve to put up with the conditioning of accepting other people's behavior to validate my own existence? Mm. All it mm. takes is a simple no or yes. Mm. But if we have been conditioned so much to validate our own existence to please other people, places and things outside of ourselves. Okay. Then my brothers and sisters, that's when we've got to go in and do the deep work. And that may take some help and support from those other people around you. Hey, that, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You hit, you just, you nailed the whole, he nailed it, Josh. That's the that's, that's really. That's, what we, that's the show, Ev. Really, that's what we were talking where, about in, the, in our we, production meeting. It, yeah, I, mean, I think we got to sell some snippets for next week, really, don't we, guys? That was that is. Where were we? Wow, that that's what it is. Yeah. Abandoning ourselves, really, for love. Yep, that's what it comes down to. Yeah. I, well, you, you got me with the validation point, but now I get mm. it. Now, now I understand what what you're saying, and we, yeah, yeah. Breathing to our brothers, breathing. I did to it. Yeah. I did it for a lifetime. Yep. I fell into and, it and, a couple of days ago. Well, yeah. as we uh, as we approach the hour. Uh, wow. It's um, been another show of uh, I'm feeling hot in my environment right here. <laughs> Seriously. Um, viewers, if, if you heard something that you liked or loved on tonight's uh, episode 143, The Protecting of Me, mm. uh, we invite you to share it out with your friends and family and social media and even take it off of social media. Um, this, is, uh, this is how we all how we all get to heal. This is how we all get to find peace within. Mm. Oh, and, man. Um, I just, oh, Jeff, I know, I know both you and I are like swimming right now. Um, wow. What I had to learn recent, I don't think I've, I've, I don't think I've voiced this out loud hmm. was recently I've learned. Okay. The protecting of me, right? That's great when it's outside people, places and things that are affecting us. But mm -hmm. what about when it's an inside job? What, what, what was I think hardest for me to grapple with or took me the longest to come to awareness was Jeff, when I was abandoning myself, Mm -hmm. That betray that inner that inside job. Oh, that right, ins right. <sighs> doesn't feel it doesn't you and here's the thing when you 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 do it, you you perpetrate that old behavior of abandoning 
when we abandon ourselves um for a little bit of love for yeah we do it just we just we just do it again we just we just do it again the feeling afterwards is we've betrayed ourselves it's it's a it's an empty feeling within i've done it again i've done it again mm-hmm. i've done it again um and eventually we'll we will get the lesson and we will do it less and less beautiful josh i want to bring it back to you real quick where are you at where are you at in this process of this this relationship within yourself as you just shared this very very powerful moment that it felt to me like you just got a light bulb that just kind of turned on or turned up a little bit i mean ev kicked it off with the yeah um, and then I just realized that, I mean, we, we so often blame everything outside of us. And when it's, mm-hmm. when it's an internal attack and we realize that, oh shit, this has been me doing this, um, to myself, it was, it took a while, you know, I'm, I'm on the back end of it, um, which has been great, but it took I'll be completely honest. It took me a while to trust myself. Mm. That little boy inside that I abandoned so many hundreds of thousands of Mm -hmm. times in the Mm -hmm. last 30 years. um, Didn't trust me to protect him, Mm -hmm. to be honest. And so I'm earning that trust still right now. I'm in that process and all of, as we know, trust is built through repetition. And so I'm having to show up for him again and again and again and create that safety and create that protection where he feels safe from me. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that. I mean, I, I don't think I know that that's where I'm at right now. I'm rebuilding trust mm-hmm. with him. Mm-hmm. Because I sold them out so many times. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you this, Josh. Is there any um, sense of guilt or shame around this awareness? Not at all. Not it's even beautiful. a bit. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Not even a shred. Good. I want to say no, right here. I to say. We all did the best we could, right? right. In a big, scary, painful mm-hmm. world. And. Um, we don't know what we don't know until mm-hmm. we finally know. And then that's our job at that point to say, not here, not now, <laughs> not today. Yeah. No mas, no more. Wow. You know, oh man, Ev, is it, is it me? Is it just not hard to fall in love with the soul of these men here? <laughs> it, it's Absolutely just like, magic. Every, every time I think we've hit that next level of, uh, we wouldn't call it ascension, uh, awakening, awareness uh, in our own spiritual journey of coming home to return to love of self, you guys blow me away. Mm. You blow me away mm. every week. These last couple of months, it's like we've been on a roller coaster, <laughs> but it's been a roller coaster mm. that we just, we just keep going higher and higher. Mm. Mm. Josh, you're so beautiful, man. Mm. Oh, thanks, Thank Jay. you for sharing that tonight. Mm. 
Man, mm. brother. It takes it takes it takes courage. It takes I call it the five C's. It takes courage. It takes commitment. It takes consistency. It takes compassion. And if we follow that roadmap, it will lead us to this moment right here, right now, called clarity. Mm. And you got that. Mm. We all got that tonight. Mm. So I want to thank and each one quick, of you. Go ahead. I was just going to say, on a quick note for any of you out there that didn't, don't think you could be vulnerable or share at this level, share your life experience with another soul. Bearing it all on this show has given me, and I can speak for us because I know, um, telling on ourselves week after week after week, things we may not have even uttered out loud before mm -hmm. has been the greatest freedom, has been the greatest gift. I urge you all to try it. And it's awkward, sticky, messy, bumpy, dirty in the beginning, I know. And it's scary as hell. But I know that the four of us today have experienced more freedom from telling on ourselves mm -hmm. than we ever did when we kept it all a secret. Mm -hmm. And we were and we were deathly afraid that someone would find us out. Mm-hmm. Deathly afraid. Bingo. <laughs> yep. Fasano. Yo. What do you think? What do you got? Yo. Closing words. Any? Oh, um, yeah. What Jay, what Jay, what Josh said. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, really. Uh, I do, as, as Josh was, uh, so eloquently putting that, I was just thinking about how much over these 143 shows, all these people out there know about us. <laughs> you, know, you know what the next I, we, don't, we, don't, we don't even know half of that. We don't, we don't know really who's Probably I mean, more than what we know ourselves. I didn't, you know, we, we do this every week and then we share these experiences that we have and how we feel about it. We cry on the air. We, we're, we're there and we're doing this. And um, it's all part of us. And the reason why we're doing this is because, folks, we need to create new models in our life. Mm -hmm. Amongst all of our, the wisdom that we share, yeah. of the feelings that we feel, and being who we are in this show, I really hope that you're seeing a new model. Hmm. And that, that model, Jeff, uh, if I'm going to paraphrase, I will paraphrase what I just heard you say, is that showing up as a vulnerable man does not disempower us. It actually empowers us. And the old toxic strategies that our egoic minds had us looped in running around in circles, getting tired, getting sick, getting unhealthy is not the answer. It's not the answer. Mm -hmm. Tapping into and feeling comfortable with both the masculine and feminine energy within, honoring both, knowing when it's okay, knowing when it's safe, 
knowing when you feel safe is a gateway to heaven on earth. It's mm -hmm. called freedom. It's <laughs> called inner peace. Mm -hmm. And most important, it's called love of self. Ev, you're up, brother. Close us out tonight, man. No, you can repeat, you can repeat the, the story. You just <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, I think your brothers have just done it beautifully. But um, no, just thanking all of our brothers and sisters for joining in tonight. Um, I guess my finish is just to really, I think you hit it on your head, Jay. Balance that beautiful sacred mas masculine wounding with this beautiful honouring of the divine feminine energy that's on the planet right now. Mm. And just be guided to be trusted and be guided and trust in the pure source of love. Mm. Because when we talk about these waters, my brothers and sisters, in, in our old ways, we've got to allow ourselves to find that release. And that's when I say that we can release. We release new waters the waters that we truly want to dive into. Mm. Beautiful. I'm out, Jay, I'm out, Jay Ruffman. <laughs> well, for our viewers that uh, may have missed the opening tonight, I want to, I'm going to do a replay because this perhaps is, there's been so many uh, cuts that, that Evis has provided to us from, from his, from his love of, of what he does and the passion of what we do here. I'm real memory and talk, but I want to just play this one back. It's about 57, less than 60 seconds. It's Josh Richer last week breaking it down. I was afraid of who I'd find and that I wouldn't like him. Mm. And what mm. have you found, Josh Richer? <laughs> I'm still meeting him, <laughs> but he's an awesome guy. Mm -hmm. I agree with that. I second that. Anyone want to give us a third? <laughs> I'll third that All the way here, the land down under, brother. <laughs> wow, this, this show got peace tonight. I told you, man. And that's just it. You. Jeff Jeff said it earlier. The process doesn't stop. This is the more... It's funny. You get to the point where you, you're like, the more I learn, the more I realize I don't know. And with that, I think uh, we put a pretty bow in the show and called her out. Thank you, uh, viewers, for joining us tonight on episode 143, The Protecting of Me. I love you all. Brothers, I wouldn't want to be anywhere else on a Thursday night than be right here with all of you. I love I you. Peace out. We'll see you <laughs> next week on Real Men, Real Talk. Live!